not uncommon. It's something they do, and they've been busted for doing it before. Are we at one of those moments in history in which there is the necessity for a new world order? There's a need for a new world order, but it has different characteristics in different parts of the world. Welcome to Lisa Haven News. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Lisa Haven on Red Alert Radio, and I've got a huge uh, report lined up for you today, specifically about America and how it is so different today than when I was a kid. I mean, when I think back to when I was a young child, I think of America where kids are playing outside and uh, you have family members and you actually talk to people. <laughs> and today, so many things have changed. So with me on today's broadcast to kind of rant with me on this one. I brought Justice Knight. Uh, Are you with me here, Justice? Absolutely. Here with you, Lisa. Well, I'm glad you were able to to come on the broadcast. I know we have a lot to talk about uh, on what's going on in the world. So uh, let's delve right into it. So for starters, Justice, what I want to say is one of the first things I noticed that are different from, well, when we were kids to today is more or less the food. I mean, if you think about the level of the food, uh, we have everything from genetically modified food to high portions of processed food uh, that we're receiving and eating on a daily basis. And then if you go to the fast food chains, uh, back when I was a kid, we ate fast food once in a blue moon as like a special treat. No, and today really. it's so horrible and bad, but today it's a sad thing, but many people use fast food as a lifestyle, totally messing with their bodies. Is that something that you notice? Absolutely. And what is that from culturally? Is that because we're, they have us in such a rush now that we don't get it to enjoy that important family meal. You'll see that theme will come out throughout this broadcast is what have they done? Why have they had the modifier crops? And you always hear, and I know it drives you crazy because you and I have talked about it a million times, that we're going to run out of food. We don't have enough. We don't have enough land, and we're overpopulated. And uh, Well, I could let you speak to that, but obviously it's... <laughs> not overpopulated. Not overpopulated. And so why have they had to modify these to protect against insects? They've used a million different arguments. I, I think Monsanto, again today, just got sued for uh, Roundup. The, the next round is coming after them, and they're saying it doesn't cause any harm. But yet they're the ones who have created so much of this genetic modification of food, things that God never intended on us to eat, put in our bodies or touch. And yet we're being addicted to the foods that it's creating. You're getting addicted to junk food and you're getting addicted to fast food. And isn't it funny that the food that's the worst for you is the cheapest to buy? It, could that be on purpose? I've always thought it's been on purpose. I think it is on purpose. Mm-hmm. If I, I know I talk a lot about the depopulation agenda on my channel, mm-hmm. uh, but I really mean that. I mean, everything from NSM 200, uh, it's also known as the Kissinger Report, which talks about using food as a weapon. Uh, people can Google food as a weapon and NSM 200. Kissinger report and it'll come right up. Uh, but using food as a weapon, I think one principle behind that is exactly what you said. Uh, make the worst food possible, your processed food, your modified food, the cheapest out there because they know it's not the best for your body. Ergo, why the boom in fast food? Also another boom in fast food is like you said, a lot of people don't have time to make food, don't have time to sit at the family. And that's also orchestrated and planned in Agenda 2030, Agenda 21. I've read the entire Higher 300 some odd page report, but they are very adamant about putting women in the workplace, having men and women work longer hours in order to a- 
accomplish the depopulation agenda. Uh, and this is, this has changed America inside out. Uh, but this is part of the agenda to get us, uh, so away from the family concept that we have less kids Mm -hmm. and then the junk food that we're eating is basically poisonous to our body because you are what you eat and so we have to be really careful so that's why my heart breaks when i see the america that we have become today because they have us so preoccupied with junk i mean people are uh it's just so busy anymore it's hard to make plans any anytime anymore but uh, it's just those lifestyle changes have had major repercussions uh, with our food and our food supplies. So definitely something there. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess another one we could talk about is drug overdose, right? <laughs> drug overdose today. High. Well, it was high back then, but today it's as if it has literally exploded. It's an epidemic. I mean, we listen to the kids and they come back home and from school and it's like, it's everywhere. It's, I remember back in high school and you always try not to be that person. Like mm-hmm. back in my day, it wasn't nearly <laughs> as bad. Well, we all had those influences around, but I mean, you just take the, the kids who smoked and it was a small section. It was, mm-hmm. you know, I had a pretty big high school class. It wasn't the smallest one and it was maybe 20, 30. Okay. Maybe another 20 or 30 hit it. But you never saw it. You didn't see it on campus. You very rarely saw the bathrooms because guess what? Back then, uh, you know, the teachers had so much. It seems almost more control because they didn't have all these restrictions against them. So they would go in and catch you. Well, nowadays, mm-hmm. the, the kids will come back and they'll be like, you know, Dad, it's it's everywhere. It's in every bathroom. And now they, oh, wait, they found a great way around it. We're going to make it smell like strawberry and vanilla and raspberry. And, and we're going to make it e-cigs. We're going to make cigarettes more accessible. Almost impossible to detect because it just tell, just smells sweet. The FDA now is jumping in, which we don't want more regulation. But on the same token, when they're marketing to children, a.k.a. Joe Camel back in the cigarette days, does something need to be done to control this? And then, you know, it's never a gateway drug. Uh, marijuana, you can go back and forth on that argument. Is it a gateway drug or not? If we knew what was in marijuana, I would say, okay, in its purest form, I've read the studies and it shouldn't be. But... Who's controlling it? Nobody's controlling it. What is the drugs that are in our system? Why is these overdoses happening at a higher rate? Is somebody lacing it? Is somebody adding something to it? Is it being refined beyond what we know? And that's what I always tell the to tell the kids is uh, what scares me is not what's in that in that jewel pod necessarily. It's what's been put in there by somebody else because you don't control it. And so now we see these overdoses at a proportion I've never seen before. Absolutely. I mean, when you look at what they're putting on television, on social media, on uh, everything, it's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's I mean, it. that's the push. That's the ideals behind it. And and even violence in that. I would say sex, drugs, rock and roll, violence all together. Uh, so it was rock and roll back in our day. Violence, literal violence today. I mean, there's, uh, I, I forget that one of the leading singers had a whole YouTube video where he shot Donald Trump in the head. I mean, that should be illegal and wrong on so many levels. Uh, but overdosing is actually the leading cause of death for Americans under 50 years of age. And then when you take that, I mean, we've got opioid crisis, you know, galore. We have cocaine use at a record high. We have meth use spiraling out of control. Now, these have always been problems when we were kids, mm-hmm. but I think the level has increased. And like you said, uh, jewels and uh, jewels have become 
become mm-hmm. rampant. We used to have, you know, the smoking section out off school campus, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd have your smoking group that would go and smoke on the side. Uh, now, trying not to age myself. Yeah, but you, <laughs> yeah, but you came back and it was the old big, you know, I was from a cold environment, so you had the big leather on and it just, you know, it would, it, the person would walk by you as like, <gasps> you know, because it was cigarettes yeah. and you could smell it. Well, now it's cutesy and, and when you have the, the influence, and I, I'm going to jump slightly ahead when you have the electronic influence that our kids have, and they're seeing it on their devices, and they're watching their videos, because now we can track, by the way, parents, you can track how much videos they're watching, how many texts you're watching, where they're going, and, and don't ever feel like you're the police state, because you can't do that right now. Because you have to be the police state with your children, mm-hmm. because these influences are changing every day beyond what you can imagine. And I study, and, and Lisa knows this, I do a lot in the technology world. The technology world is horrific and terrifying because the messages that are able to be delivered now, almost uh, watch how many of the, the, the kids, um, their idols that they're, they're looking up to have died of overdoses at this point in time. And so now you have this electronic influence, which is going to lead right into the next segment. I didn't mean to jump into it. Because the desensitization of how bad this stuff actually is isn't there anymore. When I was growing up, I don't know about you, even if I was doing something wrong and no, I wasn't perfect, I would always have this little nagging guilt. I don't know if that's there nowadays. What's your thoughts on that? The nagging guilt as if, uh, you know... I shouldn't be doing this. Or I think I, they still... they Obviously, they, they've got a level of it, but... It's different because the moral standard today is a lot lower mm-hmm. than it was when we were kids. Uh, like, you, like you had mentioned, uh, the jewels and stuff are very rampant in the high schools. Like, oh, I would say fifty times worse than you know the cigarettes back in our day. Uh, I mean, pretty much uh, eighty to seventy, seventy to eighty percent of the kids, I would say, are trying those, have tried them, or or addicted to them in, in some way. But this is like a, a typical thing for them. It's okay for them. And so, if we go back and say we we jump a hundred years behind us, well, the moral standard two hundred years ago or whatever was a lot different than where we are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, each year gets a little less moral, if you will. So, I kind of wonder what the future hold is there is there any line to be drawn it's but terrifying. it is terrifying uh, but I think you make a good third point there and that is the electronic influence well that the, hor- the horrific terrifying I could spend all my reports just on electronics and you know I saw a comment today and it was from not one of my normal viewers and it was Facebook that's some Facebook blah 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 well guess what if you don't understand what the Facebook and Twitters have done to the political landscape what they've done to the social landscape what I fear they're going to do to the financial landscape soon enough because you're starting to see PayPal all of a sudden come into this mix a little bit. And I don't know if you saw today, Bitcoin was demolished today. Did you catch that? Mm. Demolished. So something's happening with the monetary system which and the political system and the voting system. And all this will be tied in together and why we mix YouTube and Google into this preface or into this argument so much. I think another, uh, I, I can't remember, was it Alex Jones? Somebody who was listening to this morning was saying that, you know, Alexa and the Google devices are recording you all the time. Listening to every word. That's why <laughs> please do not get a Google or a little Alexa yes. or, or what is the Echo. Echo. Get rid of them. Please get rid of them. It's not worth, the, it's not worth it. Because these, these guys, and this is, this is algorithm destruction. They, and, and I want to believe in my heart of hearts that somewhere, somewhere within those organizations, 
there's some level of concern, but the more you study, you realize there there isn't anything. There's no control. And they're creating algorithms to teach the machines how to do not only their jobs, but to monitor political messages, to uh, put out ad campaigns, to stop alleged Russian trolls. And if everybody doesn't drop the Russian troll narrative sometime soon and realize that was a complete smokescreen for what's coming up in 2020, 2020, I got that right, next election? Yes, thank you. Um, We're going to miss the main point that the steering of these these megalists, these Twitters, these Facebooks that our kids rely on 100% for everything they know. They watch videos produced by, they don't even know who the influencer is because these influencers hide behind these pages and these profiles and they've proven that, that even Twitter is still run by 80% bots. Those responses, Twitter hasn't been able to stop that. Did you know that all these responses coming in that everybody sees on Twitter are still 70 to 80% bots. Nobody gets that statistic. And that's what's driving now the number one news source is Twitter still, right? I, I, last time I saw it, Twitter has moved up. Twitter, what people fake, re- book. fake book. What they rely on for news is driven by 60 to 80% bots. Mm-hmm. Our reality And that's is a lot gone. of the younger generation that relies on that, a lot mm-hmm. of the younger generation. And that's why we need to work it. I can remember times when I was a kid, like I started at the beginning of this video, I built huts. I went outside. I remember uh, me and my brothers, we would invite, we were like the neighborhood house. Everybody would come to our house uh, because we just had a good time. I had good family, good parents. And we would literally do things like we would play hide and go seek in the dark. And we would wear you know our dark clothes and try to hide from each other and see who could find what. And, and all these kinds of games that we would play and get out there and the interaction that we had, uh, our kids today don't have have that. I remember learning how to build huts, how to how to do ropes, how to swing off a you know a rope into water, and you know discovering some of the things out. Have it fall off because you put the stick in the tree the wrong way and slam your head. Never mind. <laughs> I think that's you. Sorry. <laughs> But it sounds fun. Not no, not (laughs) really. But uh, but yeah, I mean, our kids today are completely missing that. Like they're like you said, it's this electronic era. They're getting their news online. Mm -hmm. They're getting their input for how I do my makeup online, for how I do my everything. You know everything, and so I even asked my girls. uh, We have these conversations. Hey, you know, I'll show you how to do your makeup, and I know I know how to do makeup. I've only been doing Mm -hmm. it for my lifeline. Not going to say my age, (laughs) twenty-two. I think my nose is growing, (laughs) but uh, since I'm twenty-two years old. 22. Uh, maybe a little older. You kind of like to be with, older. Just keep going with 22. Because you got to be some kind of smart. So I'll say 29. 30. 30. There you go. That works. Still getting <laughs> But anyway, um, it's they've lost that face-to-face camaraderie, that communication with each other. But I was talking about makeup. My girls don't even trust my makeup knowledge because they'd rather go on YouTube and get it from some teeny bopper YouTube girl who's 18 pretending she knows how to have it done perfectly. And uh, meanwhile, it's a L'Oreal ad or an ad from Maybelline that mm-hmm. they're putting up on those ads. I was going to say, it's, it's paid for. because it's, It is, it is. When, and I'll age myself, you know, and for those of you who had Lincoln Logs, you know, these little wooden logs, and you'd stack them together because I came from very humble beginnings, and mm-hmm. the toys yeah. we had had to be very 
basic, but what did you learn in that process? So you get bored of Lincoln Logs and Tinker Toys and all these wonderful things and Legos at the time. But what you did when you got bored with those toys is you'd learn how to add other elements into it. So you'd build Lincoln Logs and you'd grab something else and you'd have this whole fortress built. Well, that Mm -hmm. taught us critical thinking and development of entertainment and how to entertain ourselves and how to build to that next level of success. Well, what do you do now? The only thing you could build in the electronic world to the next level of success you have to pay for. Play any of the major video games, the phone video games, and 90% of them you have to pay to play. They'll tell you it's free entry, but if you want to get up to where the bigs are, you got to put in big money. So now we're teaching, okay, the only way you're going to get anywhere is to put money into the system. But then you'll be treated equal to everybody else. Socialism, right? Yeah. And that's where these devices are are socializing and taking away our democracy. Nobody understands that yet because on Facebook, everybody's an equal platform who can go ahead and text and type. They haven't earned that right. They haven't earned that respect. You can't prove who they are. You can't validate their information. You can't pull references on what they're saying. It's why we're both very particular about putting references in to the point where it's, you know, people even, why you don't need all those references? Well, we do because I want you to know, and I know Lisa wants you to know where we get everything because that's our background. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's good to, to have you have that information. There's a thing in Europe I read about earlier today where they're actually punishing people for leaving those links. And that is, uh, you can't do that to someone who is a credible journalist because you have to source where you got the information. So if these links are linked in, you have to give them a percent of the earnings, which is going to cause uh, basically credibility to go down in journalism. But that's just a side note. Well, uh, journalism, though, you said that. Because yeah. it, that's leading into this, 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 you take the Jim Acosta's of the world, and that's I, I, <sighs> I believe that that our children are learning that model of morals, which is I will do what I want despite authority whenever I want to do it, and I'm going to get away with it. And if I don't get away with it, I'm going to sue for it. What the, when I was trained in journalism, and it had to be very fair and balanced, and I know Fox took that coin. They coined that phrase later on, but this decline in overall morals that our children are seeing demonstrated by our politicians, yep. our electorates, everything is hurt. What are they learning? They're learning that if I whine, I complain, I threaten violence, I curse, I treat everybody with a lack of respect, I'm going to get on the top of the headlines. And so now my social media has, has led into this moral decline. Again, it all kind of funnels together. How do we overcome that, Lisa? I guess, how did, what do we do here? Yeah, and I guess that's our fourth point would be the moral decline. Mm-hmm. On top of uh, we had the food, we had the drug overdose, we had electronic influences, the social media, the, the phones, and fourth, we have the moral decay. And and that's a really hard one because, um, as you mentioned, uh, they're really getting this immoral push from everything, like mm-hmm. like we stated, everything. You can't even walk into the grocery store without looking some crazy image on a magazine. Yeah. It is everywhere. It's creeped into the churches. It creeped into our homes. It creeped into the stores. So there really is no way to get around it. But when I think back to my days, women, uh, it was just different. You know, there was more coverage on the magazines and uh, not so much promiscuity everywhere. And today, uh, it's run a rampant. And I am just curious, you know, looking forward a hundred years from now, 
I can't imagine what that looks like. I can't, I don't even want to know. <laughs> well, because this, and it's this mass information flow when, when Google and you put together all these search features and it opened up the web so you can find everything because it indexed everything. And when they created it, that was perfectly innocent, in my opinion. It was an amazing invention. I, you know, I'm jealous. I wish I would imagine being on the forefront. I'm going to, I'm going to take all this information from the world, be able to index it and give you access to it. I unfortunately didn't put in, however, a control feature. So I'm going to let you see the greatest to the worst. And then the worst gets the most attention. What does they always say? Any press is good press, even negative press. And negative press sometimes gets, unfortunately, especially in our news nowadays, gets all the coverage. Well, our children have learned that because when you're dealing with social media, the more shocking I can be, the more off topic I can be, the more horrible images that are out there, the more coverage I'm going to get. Well, that's true. I mean, the only way that you can actually do a lot in in media anymore, you know this, Mm -hmm. is you really have to sensationalize just to get any attention on an article. And that's because... You're clickbaiting, though. You're clickbaiting. And then we hear it, right? But then there's no... That's the only way because... way around it. There is such a desensitized culture. We have been very desensitized. Mm -hmm. And as I stated in uh, the earlier uh, agenda, the depopulation agenda, it is 100% a part of that. Because again, in Agenda 2030, also known as Agenda 21, which I have read, uh, another qualification is not only putting women in the workforce and having people work long hours, but also, uh, you know, um, the immorality and breaking down the family, pushing uh, things like abortion and, and, and all these uh, scandals because it breaks down the moral of the family and makes them more subjective, believe it or not, to authority, to the governing authority. And it's all a part of that socialist plan, socialist agenda that's being pushed at every level. And, and that is submitting to the ruling class and spreading the wealth around, which isn't really spreading the wealth around because you're not taking from someone. You're, you're giving someone something when they don't deserve that something for something they have done. And number one, hopefully that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing is you're making everyone at that poor level. But uh, and I know I'm kind of sidetracking, but a lot of these moral declines, um, we're hearing lots of sex scandals in Hollywood, in, uh, in, in, in the Vatican and in the churches, and and they keep increasing. Uh, Even sex scandals from pastors and church leaders within the Christian Mm -hmm. faith, within the Catholic faith, within all of them. Hollywood, that's a a no mention. All the school violence and school shootings, because the media is bringing attention to all the violence within the schools, and every time there's a school shooting, attention gets drawn. Mm -hmm. Well, these kids hear that, and so some of these are attributed to Obviously, MK Ultra and and these mind control things, but also um, what they're pushing on the mainstream media and the things that they're giving these kids. It's like like you said, any attention, negative or positive, is is attention for sure. And so, some of these kids who go and do that are looking for that negative attention. And it's it's, it's horrible, and it's hard to watch. And we 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 do the the research we do and we do the articles we do that to highlight so much of this but even we have to chalk through a huge amount of misinformation Mm -hmm. um things that appear perfectly valid but yet they're not and how do we expect our children our future generations to weed through now what is 
what you're watching this on right now, 90% of you, your computer or your phone. Well, that is the ultimate in false profits because it's run by algorithms. It sorts out what it wants you to see. So even if you're not choosing to click on the articles that you truly are looking for, you're only being offered the articles that they want you to look for. It's terrifying, yes. and nobody understands it. It's like, well, it's my Google search. I typed in what I wanted. <laughs> no, you didn't, <laughs> because yours is going to be different than mine, yeah. and it's going to be different than hers, and it's going to be different than every other web. Just go on and type in the same searches and do Internet Explorer and go into what's the new one that we're, we're uh, using now. DuckDuckGo? Uh, thank like you, DuckDuckGo. Duck, Duck, that one's a little better. And watch, watch how all the sorts are completely different because those algorithms and those companies to control their sponsors because it's all in the name of money. So there are certain messages those sponsors don't like. And when your tech giants are res, uh, residing in Silicon Valley and they're run completely by the left and their employees are by the left and that's how they vote to the left, they're going to run their companies to the left. So yep. all you're offered to see and our kids are offered to see because they're the ones living on these networks are leftist views. Yes. And they're being pushed it and pushed it and pushed it because the leftist view is the socialist communist view. And that leads me to point uh, a fifth point. And obviously there's a lot more uh, that we can get into. That's a good top five though. It's a good five, five. but the fifth one. Okay. okay, So we started with the food. We started with the drugs. We started with the electronic influence and uh, the moral decline. And then five would be the political atmosphere. Uh, I would specifically even mention the political incorrect correctness, like politically correct. Correct. You you can't talk about a brown paper bag. No. Oh, you're a racist. You're racist. a racist. Yep. You drink white milk. Oh, oh you have committed no. a crime. No, nope, can't do that. And oh no, oh no. And you know, hey, if you buy Mexican cheese mix, you're in trouble. Or French, uh, what is it? Um, refried beans or. What's another one? Oh, just keep going. French fries. You can't French say fries. That. Yeah, can't say that. French. It's French. I guess it would be French. If they're going to go, over, even though they're not French, though, by the way. I know are, they're not. Those are our fries. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying the ludicrous of this. Like, like I, when I give you the example of the milk and the, and the bags, mm-hmm. that's a real example. And they literally have taken George Orwell's 1984. If your kids have not read that book, Please inspire oh, them gosh, to read yes. it. Uh, but this is exactly where we're at today. They've literally taken our language and dumbed it down. Like they've dumbed down our education in mm-hmm. our schools. That's another thing I could add to the list is the education. Uh, my kids came home the other day and she's like, oh, a 60, 65 is passing. I'm passing. I'm like, no, you're not. You're failing that. You know, you're failing with a 65. No, school says I'm passing. No, you're not. No. And it used to be at least a C or above that was considered passing. Now you can actually make a D. I'm like, if anything, you would think it would go the other way. Yeah. You know, let's go make it a B, you know, get our kids a little smarter. Why is it that they all of a sudden went down and made that D? I mean, like, when you think of it in that level, then you know that you know that you know that today's agenda is different from last year's agenda or the year before the year before. The agenda is definitely one of depopulation and dumbing down. Ergo, the political atmosphere. Yeah, because your your political correctness, your censorship through political correctness. And I, I'm going to ask Lisa a very blunt question. Do you broadcast, it's a very easy question, do you broadcast 100% of what you want to say every day? Um, With, for the uh, most part. <laughs> can, can you say it 100% the way you want to say it without fear of repercussions? 
Well, there are fear of repercussions, yes. So we, uh, for the most part, I do say what I want to say. Good at it. You're better than but, I am. But there are certain articles I've looked at, and I'm like, if I present this, they're going to take my channel down. So I have to find a different avenue to present it, a more politically correct avenue at times. That doesn't mean because you don't, and I, the reason I say that, I have no fear of saying it, because that's the reality we live in. They're censoring us through fear. They're censoring us through to demonetization. They're censoring us through not allowing our things to go to the top of the list. They're censoring us that if you don't play and be a nice little boy, everything you do is going to disappear overnight. So you have to be so creative, and we're able to get away with it because, again, when we were kids, and I brought it back to the original topic, it was easy because we learned how to maneuver. We learned how to adjust. We learned how to to work with or against authority depending on the situation because we weren't given these electronic tools to hide behind. I had to be face-to-face with my enemy. So for us, it's easy to learn how to maneuver and how to still get our message out there the way we want to get it out there without getting our videos shut down. And we've seen channels just disappear overnight. So nowadays, how are our children... They don't know the enemy they're dealing with. They can't see no. him. They can't look at that enemy in the eye. How are they going to survive this? And God forbid we get into a wartime situation and that electronic pulse comes through and shuts down everything. We're going to know how to survive because I'm not going to know how to face up to my enemy or dodge my enemy or hide. And all you preppers out there are going to know what to do. And when you're not going to get away with it, what are kids going to do? They're going to go to grab their phones to try to find a map of how to get out of town. And it's not going to be there. They're going to go to text their friends that they can't get through to them. Yeah, I think we're all in a lot of trouble if an EMP ever does hit. Um, Praying against that for sure, <laughs> you know, but our, our kids would be severely at risk mm-hmm. as well. And I mean, I think that, that suffice to say that they are struggling a lot on survival techniques and tactics, which is why uh, I love my audience and what you guys do, because I know you guys at least prepare uh, them and um, you do teach them some of these things, but not all kids have the opportunity to do that. But suffice to say, today's world is a lot different than yesterday yesterday's world. And it's almost daily now. Um, the America I knew back then, where it was a lot more freer back then than it is today. Today, we are literally being shut down at multiple levels. Uh, you guys who watch my channel are well aware of that. So um, anyhow, I guess I wanted to say a great big thank you, Justice. Uh, and I know uh, I, I think you're an amazing speaker, so i like to have you on. But <laughs> Thank you. In other words, I don't stop talking, <laughs> which I don't, but that's wonderful. And I want to thank you and your audience for allowing me out here. And um, it's just your message that you're giving to your community is so valuable. And share these, share her message wherever you can, because that's how you can help us to inform everybody who needs to know what's going on. Well, thanks again for tuning in. You guys are listening to Red Alert Radio. I'm Lisa Haven, and that was Justice Knight. If you guys want to check him out on YouTube, you can check that out by J-U-S-T-U-S mm-hmm. and Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T. Uh, and I'm on YouTube. You guys know uh, Lisa Haven there. So please share this podcast. Get it out far and wide. And thanks again for tuning in. I'm Lisa, and that was Justice signing out. <laughs>